Well, hello there. This is King, and just letting you know that there is no new episode of Weed Kid Video this week. I've been slammed working on a pretty big project in the real world for the past month, and between that and everybody else's schedules, mostly Brody, we haven't been able to find time to record. I haven't even been able to start my background work on Existence, and I would rather delay the episode than half-ass it, because we are most definitely a full-ass pod. To be honest, I wasn't really happy with how rushed our dinosaurs episode was. It was recorded very last minute, and I didn't have time to do as much research, even for a TV corner as I normally would and then with the whole apple pulling the episode down because of the clips in it it just felt like a complete mess so as a consolation prize this week uh some homework for you not really homework just movie recommendations for movies that i dig that you might enjoy that don't really fit into the vibe or timeline of our podcast first up is michael mann's the keep from 1983 picture event the keep presented at selected theaters in 70 millimeter and six track dolby stereo the Keep brings together no less than 14 Academy Award nominees and winners for technical achievements and special effects. Michael Mann directs this startling vision of mankind's ultimate challenge, The Keep. this place. No one knows for sure. You must not stay here. Something has been released. Something. gets in anyway. Nothing we do, no security works. Said 1941, it's about some Nazis that occupy a mysterious ancient keep in Romania and then spooky shit goes down. This one's kind of hard to track down and there's no HD version of this movie, but there is an Australian DVD that is region free. It is in print. I saw it in a store literally yesterday and you can order it at jbhifi.com.au. Not an ad, just the only place I know that you can track it down. I'm not sure if they ship internationally, but you can check it out. This movie had a really troubled production history. It's a prime example for me of a director reaching for something way more ambitious 
just than their resources or maybe even their skill level are at that period of time. Michael Mann was just coming off his first movie, Faith, with James Caan, which is also a really good movie. And I think that he was trying to figure out a lot of this movie as he was making it. I know he was from a creature design perspective. I don't think the studio ever really believed in it and his first cut was way too long. They made him cut it to two hours and then after a disastrous test screening it was hacked to 90 minutes also complicating things was the fact that the effects supervisor died two weeks into post-production without anybody else knowing what the plan was for how he was going to achieve the effects in the movie which meant that michael mann had to step in and actually do the visual effects himself having almost no experience in doing visual effects which means that they don't really hold up the the movie's an incoherent mess do not get me wrong this is not a well put together movie but (laughs) Why would I recommend it? Well, it's got a really great vibe and score by Tangerine Dream. There is some imagery in it that is just transcendent. Like, just beautiful, beautiful stuff. Lots of fog, smoke, backlight. It was shot in a shot in a quarry in Wales, and it is just, it's just a great looking movie. It's a movie that you have to experience, even if it doesn't really hold together. Second up is Arthur Penn's Night Moves from 1975. Well, I think Harry would like me to leave. Well, I don't think that's necessary. I think Harry thinks it is. Harry thinks if you call him Harry one more time, he's going to make you eat that cat. Gene Hackman is Harry Mosby. Hello, Harry. In Night Moves. Well, come on, take a swing at me, Harry, the way Sam Spade would. He's a private investigator. My daughter, Delhi. Would you believe Delilah? Well, she's gone. How long gone? Two weeks. Go find her. Making a living. Well, let's say 125 a day in legitimate expenses. From other people's lives. You can get cheaper. Can I get better? You're hired. Making a mess of his own. God, you're really prime, Ellen. You know that? I can't do screwing another guy and you attack my lifestyle! Your lifestyle has nothing to do with it! Night moves. It's a mystery. I'm looking for Deli Grasner. Deli isn't around here anymore. Where the suspects are also the victims. I want to know what I walked into. Ask your wife. Well, are we going to talk about it? Well, it's your ball run with it. Where the questions. All right, what's it all about, Mosby? Is there still much uh, smuggling going on around here? The dogs have fleas. Where were you when Kennedy got shot? Have too many answers. <laughs> Where every clue is a lie. I've been listening to your ping pong talk long enough. What was in Marv Elman's plane? Drugs? Was it drugs? Night moves. Check. Check. Ah, oh, it's a beauty. It's a game where every player is a pawn. Harry Mosby, isn't it? Every move is a wrong one. <laughs> and the winner loses everything. I want to know what it's all about. I told you what it's all about. You, what the hell are you all about? You're asking the wrong question. Gene Hackman in Night Moves. Gene Hackman in a neo-noir as an ex-football player, private eye, looking for the missing 16-year-old daughter of an actress in Florida. I really love Hackman, and this, I think, is one of his best performances. The movie itself is pretty sleazy. It's got a 16-year-old Melanie Griffith in it doing things that she should not be doing on screen when she is 16 years old, which makes it kind of, like, problematic as fuck, as the kids would say. But Hackman is so magnetic, and the movie's climax features one of the most insane plane crash stunts that I've ever seen in my life. Like, I rewound it two or three times to try and figure 
figure out how the fuck that they did it and I'm still not 100% and it is a full size plane it's incredible it's worth the it's worth the price of admission alone just to get to that and also the mystery is pretty pretty satisfying and then my third recommendation is Terence Young's Red Sun from 1971 premise of this movie sounds way cooler than the actual movie is but it's still a pretty good time in the old west 
an outlaw teams up with a samurai to recover a stolen ceremonial sword stolen by bandits, which sounds about the most badass movie of all time, right? Even better, the outlaw is Charles Bronson and the samurai is Toshiro Mifune. If you don't know who Toshiro Mifune is, he worked a lot with Akira Kurosawa. He's in Seven Samurai. He's in Yojimbo, which is one of my favorite movies of all time. And he might be just one of the coolest motherfuckers to ever walk the earth. Look up photos of him smoking from the 1950s and you will understand why smoking <laughs> used to be cool. I'd watch that motherfucker do laundry. Like he is just so, so interesting to watch. And Bronson is pretty good in it too. I'm a big fan. I actually kind of like Charles Bronson. I like how gruff he is. I like how disinterested he is. Bronson's always been a kind of an interesting guy because I don't really understand how a guy with his background became an actor the way that he did. He like, this dude fought in World War II. He is basically G.I. Joe and yet he still ended up as an actor. I don't know. Anyway, just always kind of fascinated me. The movie's directed by Terence Young, who's a solid old school kind of action guy. He directed three of the Sean Connery Bond movies, including the first two, Dr. No, From Russia With Love, and then later Thunderball. And for those of you in the Fuck John Landis fan club, I'm a founding member. He has a cameo as a henchman that's killed by Mufune that you can cheer at because fuck that guy. And so those are my three recommendations. Again, I am sorry about the lack of new content for the content farm, but I'd just rather make good shit than disposable shit. And I really want to do Existence way I don't want to mess around with it because it is a movie that means a lot to me as you will find out when you eventually listen to the episode. So take this time to finally listen to whatever episodes you were like, fuck, that's too long for. And uh, don't come back in two weeks when we finally get our shit together and do Exorcens at Weird Kid Video. And shut up, Brody.